at RFK Stadium Tuesday afternoon. And... Early voting in Maryland starts Thursday amid a renewed debate over guns. I'm Kate Ryan. And also... How a nationwide software issue is impacting some folks expecting benefits payments in D.C. I'm Christy King. It's, it's 3 o'clock. On the hour. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The prosecution is moving ahead after a shooting in Highland Park, Illinois. Charges have been filed against the suspected gunman who opened fire at a 4th of July parade outside Chicago. On Tuesday, Robert Cremo III was booked on seven counts of first-degree murder. These are just the first of many charges that will be filed against Mr. Cremo. I want to emphasize that. There will be more charges. Cremo was taken into custody several hours after Monday's shooting. Marissa Perlman, CBS News, Highland Park, Illinois. Two tornadoes have touched down near Bowie, Maryland. Out of nowhere, there was a loud rumbling. A white wall of wind came, and you could feel the house shaking. And the next thing that I heard was a boom, and this tree came right through my bedroom. No injuries reported so far. A special grand jury wants to hear from allies of former President Trump. CBS's Aaron Navarro. Rudy Giuliani and Senator Lindsey Graham are among the seven that are being compelled to testify in Georgia for a case looking into former President Trump's efforts to overturn the state's 2020 election results. An NHL team has made history. The San Jose Sharks have hired Mike Greer as their new general manager. Hi Sharks fans, it's Mike Greer. I'm your new GM. Really excited to get to work and be back in the Bay Area. Greer posted that message on social media before the team's official announcement. Greer succeeds Joe Will, who took over for Doug Wilson back in April. Greer played 14 seasons in the league, including three with the Sharks from 2006 to 2009. Monica Ricks, CBS News. NASA engineers are hoping they can reestablish contact with a spacecraft headed to the moon. Capstone is a $32 million satellite the size of a microwave oven. CBS News space consultant Bill Harwood. NASA lost contact with Capstone during a communication session shortly after it separated from its upper stage booster. It's not yet known what might have gone wrong or whether it's something that can even be fixed by the flight control team. But that communications link is absolutely critical to mission success. Capstone was launched from New Zealand on June 28th and spent nearly a week in Earth orbit. NASA says it had been successfully kick-started on its way to the moon when they lost contact with it. Guitarist Carlos Santana has collapsed on stage during a concert in Clarkston, Michigan. His spokesman says he was overcome by heat exhaustion and dehydration, was taken to the hospital, and is doing well. Santana is 74 years old. The governor of the Donetsk region of Ukraine is urging the region's more than 350,000 residents to flee because Russian troops are escalating their offensive. Donetsk is the last remaining eastern province partly under Ukraine's control. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. Good morning, it's 3.03 a.m., Wednesday, July 6, 2022, and it's 76 degrees. Good morning, I'm Rich Hunter. The top stories we're following this hour. Did tornadoes touch down in the Maryland suburbs on Tuesday? The National Weather Service is investigating to find out. At around 5.30 yesterday evening, a tornado warning was issued when a possible funnel cloud touched down near Bowie in Prince George's County. Not long after that, another tornado warning went out to a foreshady side in Anne Arundel County. The National Weather Service sent out a preliminary survey team out to Bowie last night. 
They say there were uprooted trees and snap power poles in the area. A full survey to determine whether either storm was, in fact, a tornado will be done later today. And that possible tornado ripped through two buoy neighborhoods, leaving toppled trees and downed power lines. The good news is no one was hurt during that severe weather. Tall sycamore trees uprooted, evergreens down, and the chainsaws were quickly put to work clearing debris. Leavitt Fongong says she was frightened by the severe weather outside her door. I was so scared. I tried to look over the windows. I saw trees falling, just uprooted and falling. Bowie Mayor Tim Adams surveying the damage says it was a fast-moving storm. You can see that it cut a swath all the way through. It happened so rapidly. Power crews were quickly in the area, and some heavy machinery also arrived in the Somerset neighborhood to clear roads. In Bowie, Dick Uliano, WTOP News. It's 3.05. D.C. Fire and EMS responded to a fire inside RFK Stadium yesterday afternoon. At about 5.30, firefighters found smoke in the vicinity of Gate C and put out the fires in the stadium's basement. Fire Chief John Donnelly, Sr. So I know of two fires. They've been through the building, and our investigators are in there. Uh, they'll look and try and figure out the cause and discover exactly what was burning. It took about an hour to put out the fire and get rid of the smoke. No injuries reported, and D.C. Fire says the cause of the fire is still under investigation. The call by Maryland Governor Larry Hogan to have state police drop the good and reasonable standard for wear and carry gun permits has candidates in the upcoming state primary weighing in. Republican candidate for Governor Kelly Schultz, who's been endorsed by Governor Larry Hogan, said Hogan's push to drop the language that restricts who can get a wear and carry gun permit in Maryland is the right call. But Democratic candidates for governor blasted the move. Wes Moore called it reckless. Comptroller Peter Franco said it takes Maryland backwards on gun safety. And Doug Gansler, the former attorney general for Maryland, criticized the governor for removing the good and reasonable standard without suggesting an alternative measure. The Maryland primary is July 19th. Early voting starts Thursday. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. D.C., Maryland, and Virginia all use the same software vendor to do services related to people who are out of work or looking for work. In D.C., it's impacting scheduled payments of paid family leave benefits. According to D.C., the vendor that shut down websites of various functions in 35 states reports no data breach has occurred, no personal information of users has been compromised, but it's unclear when the vendor's issues will be resolved. So, for now, the district's paid family leave benefits administration system is down, claimants are unable to file new claims, modify existing claims, and scheduled benefits payments are delayed. Christy King, WTOP News. See how the vendor outage is impacting Virginia and Maryland at WTOP.com. Coming up after traffic and weather, a police-involved shooting in Herndon, Virginia. It's 307. I'm Dr. Lee Beers with the American Academy of Pediatrics. As a mom, I know it's hard to parent during a pandemic. Kids are back in school, but you worry they'll be sent home because of a COVID exposure or just the sniffles. And you worry about your child getting sick from COVID and ending up in the hospital. What gives me peace of mind is the COVID vaccine. It's safe and effective against serious illness. And now kids five and older can get the vaccine. Please call your pediatrician. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. 
Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask how